Welcome to the Better Call Connie podcast. I'm your host and psychic from the block, serving you hot cheese myth and the bitch slap you've been waiting on. Here you're going to laugh, learn, transform, and get your life together. All right, so here we go. What's up? I'm here to snatch your edges today again with another episode. Today, we're talking about intimacy. Oh, sweet, sweet intimacy and the lack thereof, shall I say. Now, this one might sting just a little bit, but if anyone's going to fucking say it, it's going to be me, period, period. Literally, do not come for me because I'm coming for you today. Listen, overgiving does not mean intimacy. Let me repeat that one more time. Overgiving is not intimacy. So if we break down that word, this is the best way I like to do it. So break down intimacy. It's in to me you see, right? So that's letting somebody in. It's being vulnerable. It's telling them how you feel. And it's so hard for some of us who have been manipulated and hurt to the core when you have shared your feelings and the worst of it is when someone has manipulated or made fun of you or mocked you for having feelings okay so listen to me fuck those people okay straight up they were garbage that does not mean that you have to walk away, never to share your feelings again, and hold in all your pain, your stress, your whatever. And it doesn't mean that when you overgive, so over serving, being in service for people, over giving people time of day on the phone, instinctually as women, we want to overgive. If you're listening to this podcast, you have a tendency to overgive more than you even want to admit. But today we're just going to come out with it. We're going to, I'm going to lay it. I'm going to lay the cards out on the table for you, baby. Listen, I know it's not right. I know it's not fair, but in this society, I'm talking about the U S society. I can't speak for everybody else, but in our society, we're taught to put ourselves last we get some sort of fucking medal or something of, you know, of sacrifice. And the truth is, is that it couldn't be further from the truth. You don't want to be the sacrificial lamb. And today that stops. I, I don't care where you are. I don't care if you're on the toilet. I don't care if you're in the shower listening to me or if you're at the gym or you're in the car in traffic. You're in LA for sure or wherever you are in the world. Listen to me, you go first, you are first. So this goes back to what I was saying in the other episode, which is speaking your truth, right? It's hard. Don't worry. I'm going to help you with that. And now we get into the deeper stuff. We now have to talk about feelings, right? And retraining our nervous system to be able to have that conversation, to be able to go there again, 
But then you must be asking, but Connie, how the fuck do I do that? Well, discernment. As a psychic, the number one question I get is, when is my soulmate or twin flame or my lover or whatever, or is my ex coming back? I get that question all the time. And it's different for some. And for others, they show up pretty quickly. And for others, it takes years and it doesn't have to. And it's just the amount of time you're waiting is because A, you decided to close the doors of intimacy or you are just scared of repeating yourself. And my question to you is, do you want to continue living that way? Is that going to be how you're going to live the rest of your life? Because we don't know how much time you have left. We don't know. And I bring that up constantly because people just think that they have all the time in the world. They believe that they're going to be here forever. And they don't have to deal with that. And feelings can go in the background and they don't have to deal with that. And they're spending more time on, is this person a bad person? Can I trust them? I don't trust anybody. Let me catch those slipping. Let me see what they're up to, you know, and getting stressed out and getting that dopamine hit up like, see, I told you, I told you they were a liar. I told you they were a cheat. I told you I need to be right. I need to be right. I need to be right about that person. And they spend more time being like that show cheaters and trying to catch somebody in a lie. Who? Not good. Not good. And then we scroll on TikTok and get more of it and see people crying and, and in pain, which validates your experience and you keep living the experience and not getting the lessons of the experience and not deciding to go back out there. And so what happens is instead of getting the lessons, you get into a place of victimization and then you don't want to take responsibility for your part. In, and I'm coming for you. I told you I was. Nobody wants to hear this part. Nobody wants to hear that it's their fault. But we all play a role. It takes two to tango, doesn't it? Sure does. And so you left that door open and that person did what they did. Period. Okay? And now that they did it, now you're running around in fear that it's going to happen again and again and again. And I'm pretty freaking sure that this is also happening in other areas in your life too. You know, you went through a recession or you, because I've been through a recession already in my lifetime. And I bring this because money and love are very close to each other. I'm going to be bringing this up a lot in the conversation. So just be here for it. Okay. And one of the key things here is that are we ready to overcome the fears? Don't you want the tools to be able to work through these mental blockages so you're not sitting there in, in the love recession. Literally, this is what it is. It's a love recession. And you're still living like you're in a love recession that happened 15 fucking years ago, Sally. It, it's over, okay? And now we get to 
pick what we got out of it, and then we have more tools in the tool belt to be able to say, oh, I recognize this, I know what to do, and get curious. Because what happens is people get trigger happy and they can't wait to just ghostbusters on a motherfucker. Like, bam, I got you. I knew you were up to no good. I knew you were gonna try to hurt me. That's not the business. Hey y'all, just wanted to pop in really quick to say thank you for being part of the show. And I wanted to remind you that you can book your reading now in the show notes. Find a date and time that works for you and viola. All set. I can't wait to do a reading with you. Okay, that's all for now. Back to the show. A high value woman doesn't go around here acting like though the world is theirs and everything is taken personal and you know, you walk around like the world's coming to get you 24-7. I'm going to need you guys to not. And if it's not you, then I'm not talking to you. But you know who you are. If I'm talking to you, you know I'm talking to you because you feel a little something, something. Okay? You're on the frequency. I'm playing the frequency. You can hear the frequency right now. And so this is shaping your life now because... It happened a while back, but it's still very present today like it happened yesterday. And what happens is, even though you're single, in your emotional state, you are still living out that toxic situation as if you were still living there. And that's not the fucking truth. It really isn't. But it seems like it because you keep reaffirming it and then you have people around you who you need to be very careful who you share these things to, which is why people call me. Because a lot of times people around you want you to be single or they reaffirm your fears because they don't want to be alone and they want to be in that same bitter energy and you moving up makes them feel lonely. Or you have somebody in your life who's, family and you respect their opinions, but they just get a little too much with it and they want to project all of the bullshit that they've done and they have not taken responsibility on their life and yet that here they are single as a Pringle, 67, okay, talking about AARP and how men ain't shit. That is not the business, y'all. I swear to you. And so it's exhausting, right? Because you just replay it over and over. I just think about, I don't know why, but every single time I think about that, I think about that divorce club on, what's that movie with Tom Cruise and Nicole Kidman? Oh God, it's at the tip of my tongue right now. And he's like, show me the money. That movie. There is a, a scene in that movie where there's a bunch of divorce women and all they do is talk about the same fucking thing over again. How they lost the relationship. How they, they're grieving the relationship. And how it's so sad and blah, blah, blah. After a while, it's kind of like, it gets old. Like, energetically, it goes from, like, people understanding to people going, okay, you're draining me now. Let's talk about something else. Let's get, let's get to another place. And that's because people go sit there and lament 
over something forever if you let them. But they get to find the gift in that. And so how is anyone going to be able to, and I'm talking about the person who lives in that state, how is anybody going to move forward in their life when they're still talking about what happened back then and how they were dissed and how this and that? And you don't even get a chance to explore romance. You don't get the chance to explore intimacy. And every time intimacy shows up, you block it or you sabotage it or you feel gross about it or it gives you the ick or you just say, I can't do this right now or you get scared. And what I want you to do is lean in and do it messy and do it when hard feelings come up and without comparing that's another thing too is that like letting go of the comparison because people who are dating you will know they can feel when you're still about your ex or that you're still tripping on them okay you can tell people like really tell on themselves big time especially if like you're drinking on a date which i highly don't recommend i don't recommend it at all I mean, do what you want, do what you please, but I'm telling you right now, if you're on a date to complain or the other person's on a date complaining, you already know it's not it. And if you accept someone who's talking like that, that's the vibration that you're in. But if you want to call in a high caliber person, they're on a different frequency, baby. They can't even hear you. They don't even know what the fuck you're talking about. They will walk away. The matches won't even show up. They won't even be in your circumference. They don't come up because they walk away from you. They know that you are a walking, ticking time bomb, ready to explode on them emotionally, dysregulated, insecure, not filling yourself anymore, These things are real. They are felt energetically. And I know you know this because sometimes you can be in an office or a a room or um, you are at a conference and somebody walks into the room and you can feel the energy shift in the room. It's the same thing. It's the same thing. But now you're with one person, one on one. They feel all the waves. Okay, and so some of the mistakes that I see people do is nervously talk about their past relationships with their exes and what they don't want. Okay, and the best thing you can do is actually talk about what you do want. Okay, but I wouldn't say that on the date. I wouldn't give away all the answers They're there to get to know you and you are able to give them just enough information. You don't have to give them everything, but take it slow. Sex, the act of sex, sure, it's intimate. They see you completely naked, but that doesn't mean that you get close to their emotions, to their soul. Isn't that what you want? But how can you do that if you are still lost in the sauce from the ones from before. And so 
instead of being in the energy and frequency of exhausted and disappointment and people not showing up to the dates, getting all fussy about things and thinking that it just doesn't work and online dating sucks and you know, you're out there just looking for that final, final end goal, final, final end goal. It's the same thing with health. It's like you're staring at the scale and you're like, oh my God, it hasn't moved. Oh my God. And you're just like, end goal, end goal, end goal. And you want the magic pill. There isn't any magic pill. You have to do the work. That's back to what I'm telling you now. If you want to feel differently and you want things to be handled differently, there gets to be the work that needs to be done. So there's a lot of limiting beliefs that are stopping you that make you feel like this is the limitation of love that you can receive. And anything more than what you're asking for can feel scary. And so a lot of people are just like, I just don't want to make this a big deal. I just want to have a a companion, so I'm going to go home to. I don't really like to be outside. I don't like to be on dates all the time. I just kind of want to be home. I'm a homebody. I'm not the type of person that's out. I'm sorry to tell you, that's not how this works. You get to be out and about. And not only that, but like people know when you're closed off by how you dress, by your body language. If you're out and you're uncomfortable and your mind's somewhere else, you don't want to be there, you get to radiate and how do you radiate by changing your thoughts and by not faking it but being real and also mind the places that you go to for you know where you're finding these people are you operating at the level that they are and I would find them in more common places like maybe they're in a meeting and you and they fi- you find them at work and they're in their hustle. Or maybe you find them in the same interest as you or something like that. Not at the bar, not when they're drunk and they want a, a fun time. You know, you want to have high caliber, you get to show up high caliber. But if you're just working and going home, that ain't going to do it. So... Sorry if I'm coming at you guys, but I'm really trying to help you. You can't do the same thing over and over again and expect a different result. That's just that's not how it works. The universe responds to how you are speaking to yourself. Now, if you're willing to get into a different vibration and wanting to do the work, I'm going to give you guys a worksheet for this one as well where you can ask yourself questions about love and we're going to dive deep about what you think and how you're showing up and if there's anything to look at and how we can solve the way that you're viewing things because it has a lot to do with it. It really, really does. And instead of standing there and saying, they don't see me. They don't treat me right. They don't this, da, 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 all the complaints. What's going to happen is it's going to turn around and you're going to be like, oh my gosh, I have an abundance of all this stuff. I don't even know what to do with myself. I have all this attention. How, how, how did this happen? Well, it's because you changed your thoughts and you changed the way you saw the world in which you lived in. 
and it erases all the things and all the, you know, you get to feel your feelings, but you don't get to live there. I say it's a vacation. We're taking a vacation on the feelings we don't like, and then we're going to come back, and that's it, and we're not coming back there again. And that way, we we pick up what we liked, what we didn't like, and then we start creating the the future and what we do want, okay? And so if you are listening to this and you're like, you know what, I really would like to get some work done. I really, really want to get down to the nitty gritty on this. There's ways for you to do that. I have a two hour reading where we can do, I kind of feel like it's a like a mini love VIP day where we kind of map out all the things. And then I have an hour one where we're just kind of doing a lot of like spiritual, like listening to spirit and responding to what's happening in your life and what's showing up and how you can get the guidance that you're getting and how to put it to work. And so, you know, there's options for you guys. That's why I'm here. I'm here to serve you so you can create the life that you really want in any aspect of your life, really. But intimacy was a conversation that I had to confront with myself. So I'm speaking from a place of experience. And like I said, we are all an expert at something in our lives. And this is definitely one that I had to learn. And I have a lot to say about it. And so if that's you and you value the type of relationship that you want and you're serious about the kind of person you want to call in, then reach out to me, okay? Because this isn't happened by you just sitting with a bunch of crystals and meditating them into existence. I'm sorry. I wish it did work like that. Because, I mean, honestly, no, because then that means I would be out of business. And so it takes work. It takes repetition. It takes time. But not to worry because I have a lot of clients who've had wonderful success with taking a peek and really getting down to business and getting over a lot of the fears and conversations and things like that. So if that's you, come on over. I do have very limited spots when it comes to readings because it's very energetically taxing. And I like to give everybody like specific energy and really show up as the best way possible. Um, But let me tell you, the time I have with you guys is so valuable to me and I love helping. And I want to get your whatever disorganization you have of your feelings and your thoughts and what you want to create. I'm going to help you build it out so it's clear as day. You know what to do. You know what to say. You know how to execute with precision when it comes to these areas in your life. I'm here to support you. Okay. And as always, love you so much. Thank you for being a part of the group. And we'll see you next time. I know, dude. The episode ended. But hey, I'll be back. But don't forget to like and subscribe and give me a five-star rating. See you on the next one.